BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back, Redheads. The first Redheads episode of 2021. We got all the Redheads on deck. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Good. How is everyone? We're great. We're fucking surviving. Happy New Year, Redheads. We have not seen each other since last year. <laughs> oh, my God. So crazy. I haven't showered since last year. We were also talking. Talking about what's an appropriate amount of time to still say happy I think New just Year. the first week. So, oh. like, I don't think you can, in emails and stuff, like, I, don't I think, think the month of January. I love having something to say like that. Like, I loved happy holidays starting Me in October too. all the way through the end of January saying happy New Year. Otherwise, like, when I greet someone, I'm already so awkward. Like, these things are crutches for me, and I don't know what to say. Like, happy Monday. Oh, oh my God. I hate when people do that. Like, do not associate a happy with the day of the week. Like, happy Friday. Like, absolutely not. Like, happy no. Friday, Junior. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I can't take it. Happy Friday. <laughs> Also, happy Friday followed by an important ask. I'm like, oh, so it's not a happy Friday because I have to do something. Right, right. Totally. But today for you guys will be a happy Monday because this episode is dropping on a Monday. We switched it up. The redheads are so crazy. So crazy. We're so unexpected. It's just like such an unpredictable year. You never know. It's so unpredictable. And we're sorry to have delayed things, but it's for the best so that we could all be together to record, which we're doing right now. I just think, you know, the the episode always benefits from an in-person redheads recording. I agree. It makes all the difference. The vibes are there. The vibes are there. And we have a great book to vibe with this month. We read Layla by Colleen Hoover, A Snitch's Choice. And before we get into all the questions in the DBQs, I want to know what everyone thought of this book. Did we like it or did we not? Snitch, let's start with you. Okay, so like when I chose it, I thought I was choosing like a classic Colleen Hoover, like romance, rom-com. Boy meets girl. Boy meets girl. That's a hunt. I didn't look into it because I don't like to read the like bios of a book because I feel like that it gives it away. Mm -hmm. So when I started reading it, I was like, what the actual fuck is going on? And you know, when I opened the book and the dedication was like to blah, 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 like I would haunt you if I died. And I was like, where, what, what does that mean? (laughs) And then as I read it, so I, it was not what I was expecting. And so while I was reading it, I was like, I fucking hate this book. And I've never said that about a Colleen Hoover book, like at all. And then once I got to 70% and like shit started going down and like everything, I was like, oh my God, I love this book. And the thing that I will say is that the book stuck with me for a really long time. Like Mm -hmm. I kept thinking about the book once I finished the book. So in the end, I really loved the book. Great. I'm glad to hear it. Dana, this was your first foray into Colleen Hoover. It was my first foray into Colleen Hoover, and I was so pleasantly surprised about how much I liked this book. When I started it and when I read the description, I was like, this is going to (laughs) suck. And even in the beginning, I felt that still. I was like, oh my God, his internal monologue is so losery. Like, I can't with this love story. It was reminding me of Bright Side, which we all know how I felt about. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. But suddenly, the book just took a turn. And I don't know if it was because I read so many heavy books right before it or just like it was captivating. But 
I remember I stopped halfway through to go to bed and it was infiltrating my dreams. Yeah. Like, oh all my God, of my same. dreams were about Layla and yes. what was going to happen. I woke up not knowing if like what I dreamt about what happened in the book or if I had more to read. It was crazy how much I thought about this. So to me, you're a mark of a great book. Agreed. Wow, that is really great. I feel like you two are the two ends of the spectrum. Yes. But I feel books. like this book is us two in a book, you know? Like you love suspending reality. Like you love shit like that. And I love a love story and that's kind of the same. And I yes. just, well said, Snitch. Like, memory what's importance on the inside like even though it was a quick little book like it was jam-packed with with lessons yes bex what did you think that's so funny because dana's resounding appreciation for this book was like shocking to me same i really enjoyed it i it's so funny because snitch is like this was not at all colleen hoover but i have only read verity by colleen hoover so i was like this is so colleen of her (laughs) i thought it was great I was always surprised like I there was a moment where I thought I knew what was happening and I was not right and so I really appreciated the element of surprise I was kind mm-hmm. of always sus- like suspecting something and turned around and definitely kept my attention throughout it didn't stick with me once I finished it like it wasn't like a life-changing novel but it was so entertaining and I really appreciated the love factor and the surprise factor entertainment it had it all for me you know yeah yeah I agree. Ultimately, I really liked it. While I was reading it, I was getting really frustrated and I fucking hated leads. Yes. And we'll get into that. But I do think the way that it ended, like completely wrapped it up with a bow. I didn't really have any loose strings. But then as I was reading the redhead questions, they were like, what about this? That was never discussed. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into all of those things. But when I read it on my own, I was just like, oh, wow, she really like went down this hole and she brought us back up. Yeah, she climbed out of it. She completed the circle. And it was a very satisfying read, I felt. And I felt like all of the feelings that I had while I was reading it were justified. All of like the hatred towards leads because by the end, you know, it all wraps up wraps up nicely so before we get into dbqs i'm just going to do a quick summary of the book for anyone who hasn't read it yes please do um, this book starts out boy meets girl leads meets layla and she is his dream girl love of his life like everything of the sort he's not that kind of guy but he is for her and they just are off to a running start in their relationship a few months into their relationship a former an ex of his who's like an obsessed fangirl by the way he's in a band um comes to his house and shoots Layla and then Leeds winds up grabbing a gun and shooting her we find out the events of that night how they unfolded later on but it turns out that um Sable the girl who shot Layla was killed on the spot and Layla went into the hospital and was recovering for a number of weeks but Leeds always felt like after while she was recovering she wasn't herself because of the memory loss and the trauma and he wanted to get her back to the girl that he fell in love with so he brought her back to the place where they did fall in love which was and uh, a bread and breakfast, bed and breakfast where her sister had gotten married that had since been abandoned. They go to the bed and breakfast and there is a ghost there named Willow and Leeds finds himself falling in love with the ghost Willow as he's falling out of love with Layla because she's just so different. And it seems like really fucking shysty that he's falling in love with someone else when his girlfriend (laughs) has literal head trauma. Because Um, of him. Because of him. But it turns out they get this like spirit detective to come over and it turns out that when Layla and Sable were shot, their souls left their bodies and when Layla was resuscitated, Sable's soul 
entered. It entered into her. So they go through this. Like, honestly, describing it sounds ridiculous. Um, they realize that that's what ha- what's happened. Sable, Sable's soul is in Layla's body, and Layla's soul is the ghost that's haunting the house, which explains why Lise has been falling in love with this ghost. They come up with a scheme to temporarily kill Layla so that she can re-enter her own body. So she can fight with Sable's soul to re-enter into her own body. I want to read a book about the fight that went down. 100%. Yes. Between Layla and Like WWE-style like, so. soul match. Layla and Sable fighting to get into the No, body. literally. I want a spinoff. Guys. But at the end of the did day... Did Willow get her period? <laughs> no. Willow didn't get her period. At the end of the day... Um, they Layla's soul re-enters Layla's body, and they really live happily ever after. So that's the book. And now let's talk about some of the questions that it sparks. We got a lot of great Redheads questions as well as some DBQs. So first up, the book goes back and forth between the beginning of Leeds and Layla's relationship and the detective coming to the house. At the outset of the book, what did you think was happening upstairs when he was holding Layla captive? I thought we were reading a book about a kidnapper, like mm-hmm. serial killer, thriller. Totally. I really liked how the book started because it put my mindset in one place and I sort of remained there. So I was not expecting it throughout the book. Like as I was reading, I was like, but we know Leeds is obviously a psycho killer. Yeah, like we know he's a bad guy. A hundred percent. I was like, he's clearly someone that he's not portraying to the outside world. Like he has this like, underlying layer of psychotic mystery oh that's so interesting because i felt like what he was saying was the truth but i was trying to see like i was i just took it it, him at his word sort of but i was like but wait maybe he's lying and he is holding her captive like i sort of flipped it not like i had to convince myself that he was good but i had to convince myself that he was bad i was Mm. just thinking that he was like one of those kidnappers who's like no i'm doing this for us like i love it so much that like you need to just stay in this room for the rest of your life like i thought it was that situation they did a good job with that because like while this was happening his thoughts were also it all started out so great like it really made you think about what he was doing as a kidnapper and then once you figured out the plot holes you were like oh it started out so great because she didn't have brain damage and she wasn't shot by your crazy ex-girlfriend right Right, exactly so at some points in the book lead seems like the world's worst boyfriend slash fiance and then by the end he's very much redeemed what were your thoughts on his character throughout the book and where did you land on him by the end i couldn't fucking stand him like i thought that he was so selfish like only caring about himself and like his feelings and like I get it you couldn't help it but you literally have a woman upstairs who like has gotten brain surgery for you and you're falling in with falling in love with someone that doesn't exist and like you think that it's fine and like you're having being so selfish like having the ghost take over her body and like doing all these things and it's like I just thought he was so selfish I couldn't stand him I was like how is he ever gonna redeem himself and how is he the main character Totally. He was so impulsive. I was like, this is embarrassing. Like, you're an adult. Stop acting on impulse with everything you do. Like, at one point, he was like, I mean, I think the only choice here is to buy this house. I was like, you really think that's the only choice you have? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, no, I couldn't. That's, that. that's really like, why don't you leave this house that is clearly haunted, breaking up your relationship? Like, obviously, there was a reason why he, like, felt so compelled to stay. But I was like, how are you still here? You are psychotic. Get psychotic. out. Psychotic. Yeah. I, but I it's was, like, I was frustrated, like, not so much from the moralistic view of he is 
holding his girlfriend hostage and her body is being used by a ghost. I was more like, oh my God, I feel like you actually could have reconciled and like gotten back to your roots if you had not been distracted because she was having a good time. She was at the pool. She was yeah. tanning. Like he was doing himself a disservice if it was Layla and not Sable because that could have been their real opportunity to start over. No, totally. It's like the end just sort of like washes clean like all of the quote unquote infidelity that he participated in. And so it's like a convenient ending for him. But on the one hand, it's like, okay, it's so convenient for him that everything that every moral wrong thing he did was sort of justified but then on the other hand is it's not the sign of tr the truest of love that he could see yeah. that he could just feel right. her soul lucky for him he's just a soul <laughs> reader you know i mean yes. i suppose i just the, uh, do the ends justify the psycho means you right know? right like, it's true. He just misbehaved so much throughout. He really did. Like the leaving to get a security system and not telling her why. Like I can't imagine being with someone who I think is my soulmate and not being able to talk about the spirit that is occupying the house with them. But I'd be like, yo, can but it wasn't his soulmate. And we do have to remember like she was struggling with severe like PTSD and he didn't tell her yes because he was selfish but also like she didn't want to disrupt her mental state even more than it already was. I just have so many questions about Aspen, the sister. Please ask them. Wow. Because it's like, it was the one thing that really just felt like it wasn't, um, like, that it wasn't taken care of at the end. Because it was like, how, after Aspen visited and, like, was there when, when Sable re-inhabited the body and was like, he's holding me against my will, he's dragging me, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, what, a mere four hours later, she's drowning. And then all of a sudden, like, she comes back from her death and then her and her and Leeds are happy ever after like moving where'd they move like Montana. Oh. yeah Montana oh, and like sorry. your family's just like okay with that like that that just didn't well he me. acknowledged she was like well uh, his her sister and doesn't like, trust oh, but, me but, and but, I'm gonna have but, to work on that but I'm convinced I can why like I wouldn't be convinced yeah <laughs> no the scrapes on the arm like I'm sorry that's, that's all you need telling. to see to literally never speak to them again no, I know but that's just not convenient for this happy ending but yeah, also for it. Aspen and Chad Michael Murray <laughs> to have left the home after like that weird spell with her like going upstairs like them like not talking I was like how are you just like leaving your sister in this like horrible state like you spent five total minutes together I just feel like if I visited my sister and she behaved like that I'd be like I'm gonna stay another night well like, and I don't on really that on go. that point I think that's how she had been acting the whole time since the brain surgery so it yeah. wasn't like a new thing even and, when she was like rehabbing in the apartment in Nashville and clearly Aspen doesn't have the best judge of character <laughs> Yeah. Because of Chad? Yeah. Yeah. Also, we need to talk about something that happened that I would have completely forgotten about if someone hadn't commented it on our Instagram. What? Um, when we're listening to his insufferable inner monologue and he explains how he ate a piece of Layla's hair. <gasps> What? Because yes. of the guilt that he felt. And he thought that it like literally was such a fleeting yes, thing. Yes, you're right. No, I don't even thought, remember. He was laying with her in bed and he thought that if he could like attach him, anchor a piece of her to himself, <laughs> that it would assuage <laughs> some of the guilt that he felt. Uh, absolutely <laughs> agree with you. It was the weirdest thing I've ever read in my life and I forgot about it until this there was very Oh my God. Like maybe Colleen was to trying to reach that. a word count. <laughs> no, yeah. Like I think that we all just blocked it out of our minds and I also think like she forgot to like she put it in as a joke like to her editor and forgot to delete it like <laughs> honestly yeah I would agree with that I completely forgot about <laughs> like that. it literally hilarious. makes no sense okay were you satisfied with the ultimate explanation the detective gave when regarding Layla and Sable's souls so the answer to the question 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not realistic. So it's like he could have said anything. I would have been like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I was confused, but it was right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I I'm guess I was, argue. I guess I was satisfied because then he it, explained it, they you know, fixed but, like, it, and as now a they're reader, together. Were you like, oh, is that's like not? I mean, obviously it's not real, but like, I just felt like it was a, a possibility that I hadn't considered yet mm-hmm. that solves. I loved situation. it. I found it so satisfying. Like, obviously, as we're operating in the realm of like the unreal and souls, right? We can't look at it through a logical mindset. But mm-hmm. if we are suspending disbelief, like it makes perfect sense. Yeah, there's two souls out there. There's a body. Only and they one were in the can same have room. it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I totally agree. That well said. I just I and again, like when I was saying, I was reading the book and I kept being surprised at the twists and turns. That mm-hmm. was absolutely like the clarifying point when I was like oh my god like I was not expecting this which I feel like always makes for a good I never even thought it was Sable like I just had no idea where it was going okay so So I thought that we were reading together at the same time Snitch and I and we both shared our theories and it turns out that both of ours were half of it and we were both right what did you think I did what did I think I thought that Willow was Layla right what did I say no I think you thought that Willow was Sable yeah I thought Willow was Sable and I thought that Willow was like Willow had inhabited Layla's body while she was there for the wedding. And so he fell in love with oh Willow at the wedding, but then Willow didn't take her body I with her. I love that, Jax. And so then so, when, so on the one hand, yes, it was Sable. Yes. And it was Layla. Like, <laughs> oh, I was just like, there's a random ghost. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, I thought there was a random ghost. Did anybody get like super spooked? Yeah. Like no. in the beginning, before we like knew what was what, like I was like reading and I was like real scared and I was like, I got to put it down because it was like 1 a.m. and I act. I literally convinced myself that there was a ghost. I like locked all my oh, windows, like locked my doors. I was freaking oh, no. out. Of course there was a ghost. The ghost of Sneetch's past. Right, right. But I can control her. <laughs> and I will say, I felt like the book sort of didn't do justice to the ghost of Sneetch's past. Like she was completely. <laughs> Completely ignored and I feel like she had a really big presence what do you think yeah I could like feel her I could always feel her <laughs> I mean like I feel like we just have to reach out to Colleen and like let her know that she this injustice a, se- yeah. a sequel truly the ghost of Sneetch's past it sounds like a fucking good book it does <laughs> I would read it Me I too. knew that there was some sable energy or <laughs> connective tissue some where yes because it was too much of an open end I forget the exact moment where I pieced it together but I was like oh there was like some sable bullshit going down I'm just not positive like how exactly it will unfold yeah it was when for me at least the detective said and sable was never arrested and he was like no she wasn't and then I was like okay that means she's probably dead you know when they oh. said that I was like wow why wouldn't they charge her no 100% <laughs> I was like what an injustice another book I need to read yeah about. no exactly I never thought because oh, she's dead no yeah, that was no, the I, first time I was like why because she's dead <laughs> <laughs> when Leeds described the differences between Layla and Willow he noted slight posture changes and barely perceptible character differences how does this color your idea of what a soul is and can some Someone's aura really make that much of a difference. Hundred percent. I never thought about question. That's a who who's who up with that one? Dana. Dana. It's a fabulous question because it's so true, but it's also something I've never thought about. Yeah. But like in hindsight, no, it's so yeah. true because like all of us have certain mannerisms and all of us occupy our own souls and are our own persons. So I fully imagine that if like something went down and like 
snitch was you, I'd be like, something's actually. Oh, you, you guys know, are too yeah. similar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, but I feel like you'd be able to tell, like, because like, like Jackie, like, Jackie's like, like, like yeah, Jackie's like so yeah. like perfect in this way, like, the, and I'm just like a big goon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like we, there's a difference okay. in the way that we act. Everyone is pointing their toes and like clawing. <laughs> yeah, like you're so. I don't know the word that I'm thinking of, but like you're so like precise and shit, and that I'm is like so funny. Wow. I mean, like, vibes and energies are such real things. Like, even if you're next to someone and they're not talking, you can just feel their energy in a way that yeah. you can't really explain. Mm-hmm. But, like, if someone's in a bad mood, you know if they haven't said it. If someone's in a great mood, like, sometimes you just vibe with people because of their, solely because of their energies. No, totally. And I feel like for you, if someone else, if some other soul was in your body, like, I would notice that there's a difference in you. But I would never think, like, oh, she was temporarily deceased <laughs> and then they resuscitated her and then the wrong soul got in there. Right, maybe now you would. Nope. Maybe now I would, but I also think that like Leeds made an interesting point and also like a semi-offensive point when he was like, how many people who are waking up from a trauma think they're experiencing amnesia, but are actually just the wrong soul in the body? Yeah. One million percent. But yeah. I thought that that was the perfect cover that that was like, you know what? It you was. can just convince you can explain, your, you can explain anything. Yes. You can convince yourself for the, the rest of your life. Like, oh, this person's brain trauma is just so impacting their ability to recall memories. And mm-hmm. like, they are a shell of themselves. So like, of course they're not standing up as straight or as confident in their own body. Yeah. And so I was just like, explain, explain, explain. Yeah. Like, of, like, yeah. Leads get off her case. Like yeah. she had a brain trauma right but I did love how he was able to tell those slight slight differences even just in posture and small things because it does speak to how important someone's aura is yeah, yeah. also of their looks it's interesting that we read this book at the same week month that the movie soul came out I literally couldn't watch soul without talking about this book oh my I god would, really yes well, I watched soul before I read the book I think and it's I'm only sitting here now my realizing like how the similar themes oh my god I was freaking out I was like what is the universe trying to tell me that I'm watching soul as I'm finishing Layla like why are souls so fucking prevalent right now souls are everywhere <laughs> no don't get me started on soul I know I have a, like, I a watch it a maybe watch soul like difficulty when it comes to soul because like I I don't understand one thing that happened so like yeah. it, was, it was like I wasn't there and like it, it felt like an out-of-body experience when like at the movie ended like the the credits were rolling and I I didn't know what oh. I wasn't there I, I was just like waiting for the big moment in soul where like it all came together sort of like how it did in Layla and it just didn't happen for me and I liked the movie and I understood bits and pieces but again like I just don't know how kids these days are understanding these complex movies I couldn't even watch soul for soul's purpose because I just thought about Layla the entire time. That is so funny. Like the universe is trying to tell me something about souls by putting these joint things together. I would never read a book like this. I would never watch a movie like this and I did back to back. But like wow. it can be explained because like I chose the book not you <laughs> and so like Wow. It's popular like, right pick, now. Yeah, Pixar, but like, it's Pixar a little crazy it, snitch. Like, you can just acknowledge it as a little bit crazy. <laughs> is it? I don't know. It's a little crazy. I don't know. It's like the holidays. Like Pixar releases movies all the time. About like, souls? Probably. Inside Out? Yes. Okay, but like... I need to watch Inside Out. You so love good. it. It's so good. Inside Out's pretty good. But again, like a little intense, you By guys. By the way, so sad. Like I would not want to watch that as a child. Honestly, like so yeah. was like Wally. Like these are all like deep-rooted films. I Agreed. totally agree. Okay, next up, memory is a pivotal theme in this book. Leeds tries to reconnect with Layla by bringing her back to their first memory. Willow can only really access memories when attached to a body, and Leeds is finally able to differentiate Layla from Sable by analyzing her memory retrieval ability. What does this make you think about the power of memory in general? 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Just, just memory and how does that play into your reading of this book? It was a very prominent theme. And it, I did find it interesting, and I think this is where Soul and Layla differ, that the memories are not part of your soul mm-hmm. inherently. Whereas like when he in soul is going to the afterlife like he knows exactly who he is and, and where he is but yes. i guess he hadn't been to the afterlife yet so maybe he didn't know yet it's it's like Don't descartes i think before i am or i guess billy eilish if you're a millennial but like i just love this part of the book where the final determinant of whether it was layla or sable was the memory access yeah like he so, would quiz her what's this memory and how quickly they can get to it was whether they were the person that they said they were and like Memories are just who you are, and that is the foundation of any relationship. And the fact that he was able to use that as the final test of who is who, I just thought was poignant. That's so interesting because I don't feel exactly similar to you. Interesting. I think that relationships are founded on personality and for, I suppose, like joint memory building. But like before you have joint memories, I feel like it is like a personality jiving and like the recollection of memory and like the time that it takes it didn't that didn't click for me as much yeah and but I guess if Layla had lost her memory but was still her own soul her and Leeds would have just jived from there on and okay we would have lost those few months but it's both it's a combination of what both of you are saying but Dana the fact that you place so much emphasis on memories really does um confirm my theory of how your brain works yes the library and it's just a library of memories so I guess if you lost your maybe soul maybe that's like, why I love this book so much a hundred percent I think it speaks to a lot of what of what you're about yes agreed that's very you today's episode of the redheads is brought to you by better help is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. So it has been a very trying year, and now we are at the start of a new year, so it's never been a better time to seek help, and BetterHelp is an amazing place to start. You have access to so many therapists and counselors who can be great therapeutic matches for you and they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com book that's better help H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Okay, let's get into the redhead questions because we got so many good questions from the so redheads. So many. Oh my God. And some of them are so long, but I feel like bad cropping out people's emails because they like are well-written. So here we go. I wanted so badly to get on board with the Leeds and Layla love story, but I couldn't help but dislike Leeds. Based on the information we have about him, he really did not have to try very hard in life. Having a large inheritance to fall back on, not wanting to help improve the band, yet not trying to find a new one to play with, not hustling to have a successful solo career. To me, he seemed pretty lazy and apathetic about life. 
um, That's facts That's a pretty so far. fair point, yeah. When Layla initially got injured, I do believe he was determined to help her, but was so quick to abandon her for a literal spirit because he <laughs> missed having fun conversations and Layla had become a little bit of a downer. Of course, we later find out that he actually re-fell in love with the real Layla, who was the spirit, and he fell out of love with human Layla, who was actually Sable, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I hated how easily he was able to be disloyal to human Layla, seemingly just because it was easier and more fun than helping the supposed love, is, love of his life continue to recover he didn't know the spare was Layla at the time so he was just completely fine with allowing his brain damaged girlfriend to get two hours of sleep per night agreed it annoyed me so I'd love to hear how you feel about whether you think he should have tried harder to stay loyal to human Layla or if this actually made the story more romantic due to the fact that he stayed loyal to the real Layla the no I think it's like the question of like do the ends justify the means mm-hmm. and like I agree it's like if he had known from the beginning that this ghost was the real Layla and then, like, he was, like, cheating on human Layla, but it made sense because real Layla was the ghost, like, okay, like, I can excuse that. But you thought you had real Layla in human Layla and you, like, thought she was the one, like, marriage, this, that, and then it's, like, so quickly you just, like, leave her for a ghost. I just can't explain it. And also, it's not like when they were discussing the relationship between Willow and Leeds, did they make it seem like he was like, I feel like I know her sort of thing, like that there was some sort of connection. It really felt like a random ass ghost. So it's like, I'm sorry. No, I'm not just not, I'm not here for that. Yeah. I'm okay with people falling out of love and, and being able to like move on if it's not right. And it felt like Leeds was recognizing it was not right. And that's, you know what? You can't fault someone for that. But the way that he abandoned responsibility Mm -hmm. in the meantime I thought was not excusable he definitely mistreated who he thought was Layla and for she was in his mind until we found out she wasn't and like for that reason I disagree with how he behaved I thought it was like not cool and and not nice and irresponsible and the fact is it's like all we know is that she she was shot in the head. Like, she had a brain injury. Of course she's going to be different. It's not going to be as fun. It's not going to be as hot. And <laughs> you're taking this responsibility on to rehabilitate her. She could have gone back to Chicago with her family. You decided to keep her by your side. And you know what? When you sign up for that, like it's not going to be all fun and games. Yeah. So I just feel like he needed to recognize that. And when he didn't, it pissed me off. Yeah. He was... He was- Piss, piss off worthy. Yeah. Well said. That question was hilarious. Good hilarious. job, Redheader. Yeah. This next one is too. This reader says, I know that Layla, the Layla that Leeds felt distance from and struggled to relate to was actually Sable's spirit in Layla's body. But questioning and feeling emotionally distanced about your relationship is no excuse to lie to your significant other, sneak around behind her back, and contemplate drugging her because you're feeling <laughs> attracted to someone that was slash, crazy. slash something new crazy crazy he this reader says is it just me or did anyone else think it was weird that Layla and Leeds went about business as usual once Layla slash Willow was back in her body if I were Layla I would have looked at what Leeds had been capable of when he wasn't enthralled with his relationship with who he thought was her and taken that as a huge red flag especially considering it fits into what Leeds admitted had been a typical pattern in his dating life up until that point so the happy ending just kind of felt concerning to this reader and I hope Aspen fulfills her big sisterly duties and continues to not trust <laughs> him i'm putting I, a lot of trust in aspen i was just wondering what you guys thought about that like layla being able to overlook 
uh, not acknowledge his problematic and occasionally she borderline. probably was like but no i can see exactly how she'll excuse it excuse it it's like in her head it's like A because it wasn't yeah it's like because it wasn't me like Everything is different with me. How you get them well, is how you lose really them. Memories <laughs> when ghost. she was just a ghost. So it's not like she, yeah, she spent couldn't all really like figure that. This. No, but when she got back into her body, they're yeah. living in Montana. It's like, wait a second. You were so quick to leave me for a ghost. I knew if Leeds was flawed from the moment that he said he didn't dump Sable right away, even when she started getting crazy because he didn't want to hurt her feelings. It's like, no, dude, that is literally the cardinal rule number one. Don't string a girl along because you're scared of hurting their feelings. Like, you're making everything worse. Yeah. So he's just, I think we are all in agreement, a very, very flawed person. Yeah. Do you wish that we had more background slash context about Sable and Leeds? This reader really liked the ending, but she thinks it would have made more sense if we had a glimpse into who Sable was and why she was so obsessive. No, I don't think that that a was necessary. You don't want a Sable origin musical called Wicked? That's no. hilarious. <laughs> no, I don't think it's necessary. Like, I, I think all signs point to... <laughs> I think all signs point to mental instability, which is sad, but like... If you're the the type of girl that like one one post on Instagram yields crazy amounts of messages and a, a showing up at a home to shoot people, I think there's something awry and like that's all I need yeah. to know. And we got a glimpse. Like he did talk about the fan club she made on Instagram about her eating disorder, about her mental instability. Like uh, that was all I needed. Yeah. Yeah, the whole Instagram thing was so weird, just like from a logistical standpoint, like him like thinking he's like famous because he had 5,000 followers. He's like plays in a band. And then I was like, okay, he plays in a band, but they're performing at a wedding. Are they a wedding band or are they a band who performs their original songs at people's weddings? Like I that whole thing could have been like a little better written for me. Yes. You know, but I also am very critical about the way that like books and TV shows and movies like handle social media. Well, the fact that like he woke up and saw there were mean comments, so he erased it, and then she woke up and was like, "You instant me," and he's like, "Shit, you saw it? I already erased it." Like yeah. the whole thing was them trying to be too. Yeah, and then like he got famous because of the shooting, but that was only like five thousand followers more, and like that's just not that it's famous. still not that much right and he's like i need to update the fans like <laughs> you're okay yeah. the fans are okay that part was weird yeah you guys we don't all have like 250k followers <laughs> no, like, like five thousand ten thousand that's a lot no, no no it is but like he was talking about himself as a famous person yeah like a famous musician and a famous musician has like way more than that that's all <laughs> yes. i'm saying yes agreed he's like they're gonna want new music like who's gonna want new music? <laughs> right I really got to work on my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next Redhead's question. Once I found out about the switching souls, I was hoping they'd let Layla's body slash Sable's soul go free and Leeds and Layla ghosts would live alone in the house. This person was, says, rooting for Leeds was lost on me despite the twist. Well, I was kind of like, why can't you just occupy her body forever and make this simple? But that was That's what I thought too, but they were exhausting her. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I was exhausted that. watching <laughs> yeah. it, reading it. I was like, oh my God, let her go. Yeah. No, I wasn't like, oh no, we have to kill her and bring her back I to like life. I like when he showed one moment of chivalry when she's like, oh, you can go to bed. I'm just going to like stay up eating popcorn. And he's like, no, bitch, you got to get out of this body. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it was like made like hurting my body, like thinking yes. of all the body swapping. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that your overall opinion of the book would have been different if there was an alternate ending? Perhaps Leeds wakes up in a mental mental institution having imagined the whole thing or if their plan to switch the spirits didn't work. In my opinion, the book wrapped up too perfectly and left me feeling very meh about it. I don't disagree, but I do think that like if it was a shocking ending that like they tried that and then she actually just died, like 
then I would have felt unsatisfied. So it's like, yes, it was wrapped up a little too nicely, but like I'd prefer that than to feel like unsatisfied. In the you end know what? Lead. I actually think it would have been a little too convenient if Leeds woke up in a mental hospital because I feel like that is so like you can come up with a ghost story and if you can't figure out like how to make it work, then you can mm -hmm. be like, oh, they dreamt it all because I can't <laughs> find out what a right, proper yeah. ending would be. So I... I don't know. I, I didn't think this was convenient at all. It was pretty complicated. Like, they really pulled it off. Yeah. yeah I feel There's like a lot of details. Another, like, this sort of is reminding me of Shutter Island. And mm -hmm. it would be interesting Great to movie. read this book from another perspective of this man who, like, makes this girl fall in love with him. He's also made a previous ex crazy. He brings her to this house where he convinces himself that she's not herself. He tries to kill her. Like, where it is all, like, completely nefarious. We yes. Yeah. You know? Interesting. It's all about perspective counts. Except, she, like, <laughs> when Layla says at the end, like, you look like you're dying inside. It was like, oh, you can't rewrite that. That's perfect. That was yeah. a perfect yes. ending. Yes, yes. Yep. I love and that it was I, tied nicely. I love a perfect ending, mm -hmm. like, when it's a good, juicy explanation. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. sure. And that's what we got. Juicy. Juicy. Next question. Can we talk about the suicide note and if it was ever sent or not? I mean, I obviously assume Leed stopped the message from being <laughs> sent, but you never know. The second I read that line, I was like, he's going to fuck it up. He's going to forget. Yeah. No, my biggest problem with that was you could say that Leeds wrote that email. It's not handwritten. It's not like there would be such an easy way for it to still fall on Leeds. Yeah. That I was like, that is so silly. Like, handwrite the note. Like, you don't have to mail it per se, but like, get your DNA all over that. Mm -hmm. And then for it to be over email, even sending it to Leeds, like, great. He can put his. Also, he, by the way, he can four, hour, his email. four hours later. Yeah. Right. Like, what if they couldn't, they didn't know if she was coming back in four hours? Like, Colleen Hoover just, just needed to give us an alternative ending so that we weren't dead set on this necessarily working because we're like, oh, there's an option if it doesn't. So we were like in a yeah, that's moment fair. of purgatory for a few pages. For sure. But like there was so much talk about like making sure that he was not culpable that I was yeah. like, well, this email is certainly not going to help him in the court of law. <laughs> and then Aspen would be like, well, why did my sister kill herself? What'd you do? Right. Yeah. Totally. And then it's like, okay, say it really didn't work out and like she has these wrist marks on her arms and they're going to be like, okay, no. you faked her suicide. Yeah, it's jail for him. Yeah, it, it wasn't that well thought out. They only had a few hours to plan this. That's true. Yeah. Which is another thing. I was like, you guys had all this time in the house and why can't you just tell your sister not to come? Like, it was just like... No, <laughs> literally. Be like, by the way, like it's just not going to work. And also like, you can't wait four more hours to like fake your death. Like you have to do it while there's two people who could hear everything. Well, they needed her nursing skills. They didn't realize they needed her nursing skills until like they the last minute when they decided. Like, and I, also like he could have learned CPR on YouTube. One million. Like yeah. he could have spent like a week learning. Straight. No, they couldn't because she was too tired. No, no, but they had no problem using her body before. Like right. all of a sudden, times up. Like there was never a clock started. At one point, at some point, you get so tired that like your body sleeps. Even if like OG Layla, who's like actually <laughs> sable, sable, like she needed to sleep at some point. She would have slept. She could have gained some strength back, and they didn't have to have an audience while they fucking killed this girl. Agree. Yeah. Exactly. Just wait three more hours, guys. No, I, I agree. <laughs> okay, last Redhead's question. If you were left on Earth as a ghost, what meaningful place in your life would you be haunting? Colgate. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Dana, Dana? I'd be in the jug dancing all night. Dana would be the ghost of Colgate's past. <laughs> the 1, ghost of BDS basement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dana. It's a good question. What place is so meaningful to you that you would haunt Somewhere it in Israel. forevermore? I have no fucking clue. I like know my house? Either. I don't know. Maybe camp. Oh, yeah, camp. camp's a That'd great one. And it could be a camper forever. Forever. And then you could be, be a counselor, counselor forever. forever. Yeah. 
Oh, that's somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Said no. No, but you'd be at the beach. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd be at the beach. I'd be in Longport or Margate. For sure. Okay, now it is time for the moral of the story. Who wants to go first, take a whack at it? I have one that it came to me while we were sitting here, which is it's it's what's on the inside. That's that what counts. mine was. Yeah. You said something at the beginning of this episode that made me think of that it. That was yeah, that was a prelude. Same thing. Yeah, love is blind. Love conquers all. Stop. Love conquers Souls all. Souls are everything. Don't be so concerned with appearances. Yeah. Oh, Don't actually, judge a book by its cover. There was a quote that I actually felt had like, highlighted some things. Oh my god, the, the stuff that I highlighted was like, Stop. I was like, are you fucking serious? Oh, I was so worried when I'm poor paid. decision. Poor decision oh, again. I, my <laughs> highlights were like just things that bothered me. I was like, I can't believe this. I, in case I wanted to bring it up on the show, like examples of leads being a piece of shit. Um, yeah, there was. I was like highlighting things that I was like, this isn't like real. That like this isn't a real. No, it's thing not like written. something I'm going to put on a quote card and like post to our Instagram. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> I highlighted perhaps what we desire can sometimes be so strong it overpowers our fate. Huh. And that would be a good moral. There was kind like of. a highlight in the beginning, like a, the popular highlights that I was thought we were in so much trouble with this book. It was like, damn, just when I thought it couldn't get better, <laughs> it did. I'm like, oh god. I'm also not oh, I highlight. I don't know why I highlighted this. No matter how beautiful she was, her insecurity was the loudest thing about her. That's fucking rough. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking rough. That's rough. Damn. Okay, everyone, ready for the Hollywood treatment? A. Mm-hmm. First oh, yes. up, if this were to be made into a movie, and even though it was a good book, I think a movie about two people in a haunted house would make for a terrible movie. Agreed. So, who would you cast as Layla? As Layla, I had Christine Broseth. Oh, you love her. She, I mean, she is perfect for That's every role. That's actually really a good one. I had Halston State, Halston Sage. That's a good one. Yeah, I had Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh Ugh. no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Really? <laughs> no! 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 <laughs> She's just not my vibe. No, yeah. Like, I mean, I either is Layla. <laughs> Fine, fair. Fine. Dana, Haley Bieber. Okay. I actually don't hate that. I don't hate it either. Like, carefree, blonde girl. And I might as well say my leads, Justin Bieber. Oh, my God. Okay. You just ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like Chloe Grace Moretz and Haley Bieber, like, don't look that dissimilar. No, it's not about, and that, it's not about, like, the physical. It's about the spiritual. Mm -hmm. I suppose. Also, remember that Haley Bieber is just, like, not an actress, but yeah. Right, but anyone can be an actress, I but think. But Dina doesn't think about that. Dina? I think of celebrities <laughs> as a general but, plot. For sure, but also you're just getting better and better, and we'll take what we Yeah, like, as long as you didn't say Shailene Woodley, like. <laughs> oh, my God. Shailene Woodley would have been an amazing audience. <laughs> so Bex, who do you have for I had Jared Leto as my leads. A little old, but a good choice. Yeah, I just thought he was, like, haunted and fucking crazy. <laughs> That's, That's fair. That's good. I was trying to stick with the ages and musician KJ Appa. Mm. I had Miles Teller. Oh, good. Yeah. All good. I think Miles Teller isn't hot enough based on the description. I mean, I think that Miles Teller is so hot. He's too nice. I I also like envisioned like scruff and like a man box. I was envisioning Miles Teller in um, that drum movie. The drumming movie, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was envisioning like a guy who I don't know his name, but he could be on like the cover of like a romance novel with like a beard and like. Just, yeah, like, man bun sort of vibe. Like, but I didn't realize until, like, middle of the book that he was meant to be good-looking. Me neither you know? until you said that to me. Yeah. 
Okay, who wants to give it their rating, overall Redhead's rating for Layla Snitch? Let's start with you. I'm going to give it a four. Like, I just thought it was a fabulous book. It wasn't a five because it was like a little like of a joke. But besides that, it really stuck with me and I, I truly enjoyed the book. I ditto everything you just said. I gave it a four also because I enjoyed my time with it. It wasn't like five perfection, but it wasn't three mediocrity. So yes. it's a four. That's exactly how I felt. I gave it a 3.9 because it wasn't quite like the four threshold for me, but it was not a 3.5 threshold either. Like I was like, you were just there almost <laughs> once. I feel that. I did a 3.9 as well. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is going to be really What's good. What's going to be like 3.995? <laughs> no, literally. I don't even need to use a calculator. The overall Redheads rating for Layla by Colleen Hoover is a 3.95. So a four? Yeah. That rounds up. That, that rounds, rounds up. up. That's pretty good. Do you round up? Yeah. Oh, well, we've never I really just had a always I like to go by like the Goodreads stars. So in my Goodreads, I do have to categorize yeah. it as a whole number. Yeah. And most of the time, I do think there's a big difference between a three, a three and a half, and a four, though. Like the, the, that's probably the only time I go have Zesis on a three and a half. Yeah. Um. But other than that, I try to get it into a whole number. It will be a four. I think a four. I think, I think a four, four is, is appropriate. Yeah. Respectable. Nice. Okay, well, that's a wrap on Layla Snitch. That was a fabulous choice. Great choice, Snitch. Well done. I would like to talk about the other books that we read this month. Because I think we have a lot of books to talk about. And I want everyone to dive deep and give your thoughts and give some recommendations to our fellow redheads. This next segment is brought to you by Busu. You guys, 2021 is here. I know that we all have so many resolutions and goals that we're setting out for ourselves this year reading-wise, but another amazing resolution that I want to add to my list is learning a new language. Busu is an award-winning app that offers a fun and effective way to learn languages. Busu teaches 12 of the world's most popular languages, Spanish, French, English, Italian, German, Japanese, and more. Busu lets you practice your new skills immediately with native speakers of the language that you're learning. You get feedback on your writing and speaking, which is super helpful when learning a new language. Busu comes with loads of smart features like a study plan to help you keep motivated and organized and vocabulary and grammar training tools built by data scientists that make sure you remember what you learn. You can start learning for free or choose to get a premium plan to unlock more fantastic features. Start learning with Busu by visiting busu.com. That's B-U-S-U-U.com. Or search Busu on the iOS App Store or Google Play. To upgrade your learning with 30% off Busu Premium, use code BOOK. Once again, that's code BOOK at busu.com. Can I go first? Because you guys all read so many books. Yeah. You're going to put me to shame like every month. Except Snitch, now you're turning your back on me. Normally. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sh- it's not going to stay. It's not going to stay. Um, this month I read The Storyteller's Secret by Sajal Badani. And it was so good, you guys. I highly recommend. I mean, I don't need to give a description. And I hope that you guys don't give, like, a thorough description. I'm not giving we'll you When you said dive deep, like... <laughs> no, and also, I... If, like, you're telling us to read it, I want to read it, and I don't want a description. Mm-hmm. I trust your, your choices. Thank you. And, yes, it was a fantastic read. It'll, it'll entertain you. It's cultural. It's relevant. It's current. All the above. Love it. Love it. Snitch? Okay, I read a ton. So we started out the month with Heartbones by Colleen Hoover, which is like a classic Colleen Hoover rom-com, whatever. Not my favorite of hers, um, but still good, and I enjoyed it, and I like. I wouldn't like recommend people read it, but if you're a Colleen Hoover fan, like you'll enjoy it, but it's not something that you absolutely have to read. 
Then I read, oh, I forgot I even read this. Oh, I read Luckiest Girl Alive because <laughs> everyone and their mother reads it. That and made like such a splash. I just like didn't like it. Like wow. I don't, did everyone the here read it? Disrespect. Yes. I read it read years it. ago. Okay, mm-hmm. like it, maybe it's just because it was so hyped that like I didn't like it, but like I don't, you know, uh, you know why other, it was so hyped? You're sis. No, I know. A lot of other readers, Redhead's readers didn't like the book. Yeah, when like I posted toasters. that, everyone was like, oh, thank God. So I think somehow it's polarizing and okay. you're speaking for people who didn't like it. Yeah, just like not my I type. I think what happened is like, I read it kind of randomly, even though it's an old book. I thought Jackie would like it a lot. She read it, but like no real expectations, loved it. But then every time it got recommended thereafter, it was so hyped. Because yeah. 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 It was what happened to it's me snowballed. about me with Verity. That's 100%. fair. 100%. Yes. Um, I honestly like have read so many books since that book that I can't even entirely remember what happened but I just remember I didn't like it (laughs) and then I read The Light We Lost by Jill Santopolo um just had come very highly recommended once again can't remember what happened in the book but I think (laughs) did that ever happen like I mean that's not a good sign I mean Jackie literally remembers like the names of every character of every book she's ever read like I'm sorry I just haven't. Oh, I remember The Light We Lost. Oh, really good. Really sad. (laughs) Really sad. Um, Okay. And then I read The Idea of You by Robin Lee. And everyone, literally everyone has told me to read this book. And like, I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if you guys know what the after series is. Okay. Well, it's movies, but it was like um, a series for like, you know, teeny boppers. And it like started on Wattpad, like fan fiction about like Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. And this is like the adult version of that. Um, and it's basically about, I mean, I doubt you guys are ever going to read it. It's about okay. a 20-year-old um, boy nope. bander in basically One Direction. And he starts dating this woman who's like 20 years older than him. And it's like all, it's like Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Harry Styles. And it was just like, I didn't like love it. Just, I don't know. It made me feel a little weird. But then not even a week later, we find out that Harry Styles is with Olivia Wilde. And I was like, this is crazy. It's playing out right in front of my face. So, um, yeah, those are the books that I read. Good okay. job, Snitch. Those were great. Thank you. Great. I'll go next. The first book that I read um, of the month was Luckiest Girl Alive, Dana's recommendation. And this here podcast just inspired me to read it. And I absolutely loved it. Gave it five stars. Like, and it took on a life of its own I knew after you that. you like it. Yeah. Then I liked the author so much. And people said the other book that she wrote, The Favorite Sister, was really good and that I would like it. So I read it. And I liked it. Not nearly as much as Luckiest Girl Alive. I found it to be like really sort of cringy at times it's about um a group of women who live in New York City they're kind of on a show similar to Real Housewives but it's the opposite they're like you know um CEOs and it's kind of mystery vibes and I'm making it sound really good but at the end of the day I gave it a three I liked how it ended but I did not enjoy reading it the whole time then I read Pretty Things which I didn't know that much about just that it's about um two girls a uh, socialite influencer and a con artist and I loved it it was really long and really detailed but the payoff like you probably have to get to 50% before it starts to, like unravel and it starts to pay off and I thought it was worth every minute that I spent with it so I gave that five stars wow then I finally read The Guest List by Lucy Foley which has been like everywhere it was a Reese's book club pick and I just feel like everyone it's on like the list of all the books of the year and I don't know why I hadn't read it but I finally did and it was very all the books that I read turned out to be like these mystery books and it was the definition of a mystery and I I really liked it I think it was really slow actually now that I'm remembering how long it took me to read it it was really slow at times and it lagged a lot and like was frustrating but I think the end justified the means I think I'm not highly recommending it I personally gave it a four I thought it was really good though it was enjoyable 
And then the last book that I read was Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. And it's it reminded me a lot of Addie LaRue, but it was like the the fun, lighthearted version of Addie LaRue. The snitchy LaRue. It was literally snitchy <laughs> LaRue. It's about a woman um, named Una who every day, her birthday is on New Year's Day, and every year the clock strikes midnight, she skips to a different year of her life. She doesn't age chronologically. She's all over Interesting. the map. So, so cool. It I was, love her name. It was cute. And... I liked it at times. At other times, I was like, okay, let's move this along. Um, I gave it a three. Oh. It was all right. But it, I, I wouldn't not recommend it. I think people would like it. It's just a good book. I just wanted to read something that wasn't, like, life-changing. Like, not another fucking mystery. Just something light and fun. Mm-hmm. And that Seems was that. a little Damn, mysterious. Those were a lot of books. She's just jumping. No, because, because they tell you at the outset, like, she just jumps ages. Like, you're never going to get a reason why. Got it, it. Don't bother yeah. going to the doctor. Like, it is what it is. So it wasn't, like, a mystery. It's like, okay. Love that a decisive ass yeah yeah the elder's like i don't have a good enough reason as to why this is happening (laughs) so it's just happening wow those were a lot of books you guys Mm -hmm. um i read the kingdom by joe nesbo i wouldn't really recommend it but i enjoyed it i also read shuggy bane by douglas stewart which came so highly recommended and i definitely liked it but it was very long and dark and if you're into that kind of stuff you might like it if you're not you would absolutely hate this and put it down immediately dana has talked about this book 400 times even on the walk over here she talked about it again and I was like please yeah. please don't recap it again everyone told me to read Shuggy Bane and I'm glad I What's read the it name? I don't even want to hear the word Shuggy Bane Shuggy ever. Bane and and I made Josh Shuggy Bane S-H-U-G-G-I-E space B-A-I-N Shuggy Bane and I made Josh read it too and now we can't sing the Sugar the Harry Styles song anymore because we keep going Watermelon Shuggy Bane. Bane. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and then per Jackie's recommendation, I also read Pretty Things by Janelle Brown. Very cute story. I agree that it took a while to get into, but once you're into it, it has a nice ending and it definitely keeps your focus the entire time. So great rec. And lastly, I read Deacon King Kong by James McBride. This was also on all of the lists. Everyone's read it. I hated it. I actually don't think I finished it, which I never do. It was god-awful. I don't know what I'm missing because I'm in the minority here, but I would give it a hard do not read. Wow. Wow. Okay. A DNR. A DNR. A DNR. Damn. Thank you, everyone, for your contributions. Now it is time to announce the next Redheads book, but this month is going to be a little more special than previous months because (laughs) we are going to have our regular redheads book which i'll announce soon but we also have a very exciting episode coming up our first author series we are going to be doing an episode recapping and discussing girl with no job the crazy beautiful life of an instagram thirst monster by claudia ashray with claudia ashray so that episode you're able to get her you were able to book it 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 was (laughs) tough like our publicist was working around the clock and we're we're making it happen though she has like a one hour window and she's she's letting us in whoa wow it's really exciting and i think it's going to be exciting for us to format an episode with the author so make sure you get a copy of girl with no job at girlwithnojob.com slash book is where you can pre-order it and our episode will drop uh the week that the book drops so it'll be a nice snack after you finish that meal wow and then for the first thursday in february our regular scheduled programming the next book is my choice Mm -hmm. and i have chosen how to fail at flirting by denise williams it has been good it's been a while since we read like a rom-commy like romance book but i i 
from what I've read, this is like romance with a twist. Okay. And it just like looks kind of fun and lighthearted. And because we're doing two books this month, I think they're both like books that will complement each other. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I've been reading like too many mysteries, like between Snitchy LaRue and Layla and all the other Snitchy books. Snitchy LaRue. Like, it just all got like really like heavy. And I'm excited to read just like a love story, which is really like used to be my favorite type of genre, chiclet, until you bitches took me down all these wormholes. No, I mean, it's still my favorite. Yeah, no, but I just never get, like, to read them anymore. So I just thought we'd do a reset with a nice, fun book. How Love to that. Fail at Flirting. Love it. Well, thank you guys all for participating in another wonderful episode of The Redheads. Thank you to The Redheads for listening to another wonderful episode of The Redheads. And we will see you later this month. So have a great time reading. We hope you got some good recs. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.